12 minutes it is after 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the mighty Metro. And uh, yeah, in our community focus uh, this evening, uh, in uh, the next 10 to 15 minutes, I think, uh, we're going to be uh, speaking to Velani Lutiti uh, from the weekend Argus about uh, yeah this um, peace accord or peace treaty arrived at uh, between Cordetta and Qatar. Uh, out in uh, uh, the Western Cape, uh, where it does seem much of the issue, uh, yeah, uh, stemming from um, the contest around Inzala Zonge or Labenzala Bayangapa Mbekweni. That's out in Pal, and it seems that's the nub of the issue there. And uh, Velani is going to be uh, letting us in on uh, some of the latest developments here, which include a SAFTU and UDM facilitated uh, peace process. And uh, we're going to be talking about some of the areas of convergence, uh, you know, the assessment of uh, what has caused this particular issue on the part of the two warring parties. Um, and more importantly, I guess, what they see the role of the government to have been uh, in uh, the resolution of this particular conflict. And we'll be uh, checking in with Velani Lutiti for our community focus. That story. I must say, I guess, uh, yeah, uh, probably the type of thing, I mean, uh, if uh, you uh, yeah, are interested, I guess, in the economics of it, I mean, it ma- makes for a perfect case study uh, for how, uh, yeah, the, uh, I guess, uh, allocation of markets uh, can uh, sometimes lead to uh, particular forms of conflict, uh, depending on uh, what happens in that social context. And we certainly hope in the next few years or so that uh, there will be some analysis of this, uh, because these are the kind of economic problems that uh, we certainly need to theorize but also do so in a way that will, helps us to better be able to resolve them because kutala situationally issue in the taxi industry and uh, you know some of the issues being raised by the parties is that kwakuku ya agreement here man is ngakabizwa ngalamagama even there's associations kusekwila kunya and others all the way out in 1990 31 years ago and uh, the conflict in this particular sector still remains. So uh, we'll be taking a look at that in our community focus. But we now shift to our SMME exchange. And this evening we have the fortune of speaking to two entrepreneurs who have certainly been hard hit uh, by the uh, riotous mood uh, that we've seen uh, in Guazul Natal and parts of uh, the Katoras area uh, here in Gauteng. And Nungkulle uh, Gomjuli from Juli Optometrist and Sabelo Vilagazi from Capital Legacy Microloans and Afri Herbal Pharmacy are going to be joining us shortly. Nungulego and uh, Sabelo, good evening to the pair of you and thank you very much for joining us this evening. Good evening, Ayabonga. Good evening. Good yes. evening. <laughs> good evening, Good Mama. evening, Ayabonga. Yeah. Good evening. Thank good you evening. very much uh, for joining us. Uh, Nungulego, let me start off with you. Um, your business, uh, or your businesses, I should say, uh, optometry practices in Fosloras and Katlehong, uh, which uh, you own together with your father, who's also uh, somebody who works with people's eyes, uh, who's a petition as well, both destroyed in the same evening. Tell us what has happened, and I guess also uh, some of the attempts that are being made to rebuild your operations. Sure. So, um, at the moment, I have on our vision, even a teaspoon, a teaspoon, so we're trying to get all those people, um, try to call them and get their glasses remade because mm. now we are, we, 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 we cannot move forward if we, we still have backlog of that. So we, we, that's what we're trying to do at the moment. Yeah, and as far like... as the opening of the mall, yeah. uh, we're not sure as yet as to when are they planning to open and, mm. um, what is going to happen actually, uh, going yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. went into, an optometrist practice and yeah. stole what specifically is bags it was it was it was actually the most horrific 
the most horrific movie I've ever watched because the other practice we actually were sitting and watching from our phones, the footage from uh, the, 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 the camera. Hmm. So now people, after, after they've taken all the, the fridges and the television system and the, all the music systems from the other, other shops, I think they got bored and they were like, okay, what am I going to take? Because it was a lot of people. So they broke into the practice, started just taking anything and everything that you can think of, computers, um, frames, uh, ready-made glasses, fridges that we had because we had we had uh, two fridges and microwaves, things that are there in the kitchen, machines, like equipment that we used to test people with. It was it was it was something I've never seen before. Like in it, it was it. That's why I'm saying it was a movie. It was the most horrific movie I've ever watched. So so you and other. You have the some other, expensive equipment the there. Is, sorry, so, sorry. Yes, we've got uh. Uh, very expensive equipment. The other equipment was broken. The other other machines were vandalized, not even stolen. You know, contact lenses, prescribed contact lenses, people's prescribed glasses, sure, sure. things that do not make sense. That's why I I say it it had nothing to do with people's hunger sure, at all. Sure. People were not hungry. Okay, this is not I want you to pause there for a second and then we'll come back to some of the reconstruction efforts and of course relations with landlords, insurance, Sasria, all of that. Uh, But uh, Bob Vilagas, let me bring you in here. Um, I mean, you had a few of your own businesses um, looted out in Edendale Mall in Peter Maritzburg. But Mm. I guess what shocks Mm. me about your story is that as you arrived on scene on one of the, uh, you know, at one of the businesses, you saw people you knew or people you know uh, looting uh, Bagbona and they just carried on. Oh yes, definitely. Um, good evening, uh, Ayabonga. Yeah, bro, it was. Um, you know, I'm still in shock. Um, I'm shattered. Um, it's unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable what uh, I witnessed on the 11th of this month. You know. Um, I had three establishments in that mall, so I planted my whole, you know, uh, three eggs in one basket because I come from the area mm. and I believe in the area. So, um, yeah, I would, I mean, I came there at about um, four o'clock uh, in the morning when I had been in the in the businesses the previous nights when somebody called me to go there and check. But, you know, we couldn't get in because um, the riot was going on and there was a whole whole lot of noise, you know, people getting in and ties being bent on the roads. Mm. Yeah, so, but when I decided to come back uh, the next morning, you know, to see what was happening, I mean, I got in front of my shop, uh, especially Capital Lifestyle, which is just you know at the food court and at the food court and um you know in front of the parking mm. um i mean two vans you know parkies were loading my fridges loading oh, my man. stuff right in front of me people from the area you know who knew me as a black um entrepreneur and a business owner of that particular place um they were looting right in front of my eyes, you know, and I was standing there so helpless with my dad next to me, 
you know, not knowing what to do, as, you know, um, uh, the other cast has said, it was a horror, horror movie, mm. something I had never, ever experienced in my life. Uh, 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 in this country. Yeah. yeah. But Vilagas, let's pause there for a second. I want us to uh, take a brief break. Uh, we're going to take a commercial ad break. But uh, when we come back, I want us to talk about, um, you know, what the last few days of trying to rebuild and restore what you have has looked like. Um, and also, of course, I guess the, the role of some of the landlords here uh, in instances uh, where you don't necessarily own the land, uh, but I guess your, your operations are on leased spaces uh, from which uh, you operate. We'll take a brief break now when uh, we continue uh, with uh, Nongulego and Sabelo just after this. 23 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's the SMME Exchange here on Metro FM Talk. And uh, this evening, we are in conversation with uh, two entrepreneurs who are telling us horrific stories of uh, how their life's work has uh, gone up in a pile of smoke. And uh, that is uh, Sabelo Vilagaz, who is the founder of Capital Legacy Microloans, and uh, Afri Herbal Pharmacy out at the Edendale Mall in Peter Maritzburg, and uh, also joined by Nonkulegom Juli, uh, who uh, has uh, an optometry a practice with her father in Fosloras and in Katlehong, uh, whose uh, enterprises also fell to the same fate. So, Nonkulegom, talk to me about the day when I guess some semblance of order is restored. And you now have to face the carnage, effectively, of your life's work. Um, and, you know, really, I guess, the the lives of other people who were your customers as well, who are reliant on the service you provide, also affected in that way. What did you go through? Uh, and more importantly, I guess, how has the experience of trying to find the resources to restore and rebuild your operations been? Sure. It has not been easy, Ayabong. Um when, when actually after, after the day when they looted them, the Monday, actually the Tuesday morning, when we went to see the damage of um, what did they take, what can we salvage, you know, because the looting uh, went on for like two or three days because people kept coming in uh, when they see that there's no law enforcement around. So they looted basically for three days. So they made sure that they took everything and anything they wanted to take um so the real work actually began began the, the 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 Wednesday when I had to wake up and think about what do I do now do I just sit and fold my arms and sleep and cry the whole time cuz that's all I've been doing mm. uh, or do I decide that I I still wanna you know do this I still want to have the practices I still cuz remember the practices don't only feed the people that work in the, the that work in the optometry practices the frontliners and the optometrists it also goes down uh, to the optical side where my dad is involved where he mm. makes the glasses uh, and you know so it's not only the staff that is affected that works in the two mm. practices it's also the staff that is affected that's not going to be getting jobs that need to be uh, uh, produced because they there are no practices and there are no people to make spectacles for anymore, so it, it has not been easy. I don't want to lie. And you know, with insurances, they take their time. Uh, you get an assessor for this and assessor for that. So as it is, I don't know. Yeah. So so I don't know. Talk to me just briefly about the path to recovering everything. I mean, I, have the loss adjusters come? Did you have Sasria? 
what are some of the insurable risks? Have you assessed the damage? Just where, where are we in terms of that? Okay, so uh, the business that we've had, the, the, the practice that was open in 2010, that is in First Lotus in Chris Animal, we do have insurance for that one. Okay. But the other uh, business that was based in Katlehong, because it, we've only been running it for like a year and a half, and when we opened it, then came COVID. So we've not been, our heads had not even been above water because we've over, had to overcome COVID. Also, now we have to overcome this. So we do not know the potential of the business as it stands. So with that business, we don't have insurance. So we must just see to finish of how we we actually um, get savings to, to pump into that business again to try and, 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 and keep people's jobs and, and also serve the, the community around those areas. Mm, mm. Mm. Samuel, let, let me bring you in here, Baba. Uh, I guess there's, you know, similar question, you know, to you as well. The scene that you confronted um, the day after some semblance of order was established. Um, and of course, the assessment of the damage um, and whether or not you've received any support from Sasria, the landlords and... Uh, I guess uh, whomever has extended some support. Um, thank you. Um, for me, bro, I think the estimation um, that was calculated on my whole businesses was around ten million. Sure. Um, that was gone in ashes all in one day. Um, I am still traumatized. Um, I'm. I'm trying to cope with this whole thing, you know, just thinking about it, it, it's just, it's too much. You know, I had more than 60 employees that depended on me. Mm. Uh, I'm talking of, you know, um, security personnel. I'm talking of waiters. I'm talking of chefs. I'm talking of my consultants. I'm talking about my managers at um, uh, Issa Cash Loans and also at Afrihebal, mm. you know. Um, and with the, you know, from that mall, I began my businesses um, from the rank there. I used to be a street vendor. Um, mm. They gave me space down there, and I started my businesses um, selling food. Um, um, and fruit and veggies, you know, and I had to build myself and build the trust with my landlord. And I remember one day my um, landlord came, the actual owner, and he said to me, hey, I see great potential in you, and mm-hmm. one day you, you, you're going to be one of my tenants. And an amazing story there, um, I became, you know, a three times a tenant and a third employer after pick and pay and shop and shop right wow. in the whole of that mall. Yeah. Um, and the support that I have received from my landlord, I'd like to really thank, um, you know, my comics um, for being there, you know, just, um, uh, you know, Jason, when he came, you know, the way he's telling my story, he lives for my story. He believes in the black um, empowerment and, uh, and and young entrepreneurs, you know, uh, underprivileged like me, you know, who have made it. And they've been very supportive 
Um, obviously, my heart, uh, uh, you know, goes out and cries for my workers mm. uh, who are sitting at home right now, uh, not knowing where their next meal is coming from, um, and all the other businesses that were affected. Um, so, uh, currently, I am dealing with my insurance, and as 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 um, you know, uh, the, the other guest said. The insurance is taking its time, um, but um, they are helping us every day when you when you do your follow up. Mm, and mm. also, um, you know, government uh, they came, and um, even though they didn't promise anything, sure. but um, you know, they they came and they said that they would do um, you know whatever that they can yeah. to help uh, us restart. Sure. But Maybe just a quick one, Sabelo, um, mm. because I'm quite conscious of, of where we are with time. If there was one mm. thing, um, be it from government or any other party, that would at least assist you now in the rebuilding process, what would that be? Um, it would be, you know, the financial um, aspect of it, you know, to, to bring in money so that I can start again and, okay. you know, um, rebuild my businesses. Sure, sure. Thank you so much. Nunku Lego Sisi, similar question to you just as we wrap up. Uh, that one thing, um, I think on the part of Uput Sabelo, it's that bridging finance that allows him at least to get everything going again so that he can get back to trading. For you? Definitely. Uh, as Sabelo said, for me as well, especially even if it's not in the form of um, equip- uh, m- money, uh, mm. equipment, equipments that we use are very expensive and sure. if, I, if I would get uh, them to buy me those equipment mm. and actually maybe help my staff in the meantime with whatever it is if there's a fund that we can apply for that that, that can help in the meantime anything right now even yeah. if it's not literally email you mm. know Siswam uh, now Puti, thank you very much to the pair of you for, for joining us this evening um, and Sili uh, Lanani Natape Metro FM talk I think it's gutting to hear these very sad stories of the destruction of the hopes and dreams of, uh, you know, many young entrepreneurs in this country. And uh, we wish you strength in the rebuilding process. And we stand ready, uh, you know, to be, I guess, uh, with whatever we can extend and lend to you by way of support uh, to be able to assist you. So I want to thank the pair of you this evening and thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much, Ayabonga. Thank you so much, Ayabonga. Thanks a lot. That there was, uh, yeah, Nongkul Legom who uh, runs an, uh, two optometry practices with her father, who's an uh, optician, and uh, uh, out in uh, Fosloras and uh, Katlehong, and uh, Sabelo Vilagaz, Capital Legacy Microloans and uh, Afroherbal Pharmacy, out in Edendale Mall uh, in Peter Maritzburg. Two fr- foot soldiers, if I can put it that way, in the township economy. Not doing just, you know, the normal run-of-the-mill stuff. You know, micro-retail. No, no, no. Uh, if you think about what Nongkululek was doing, sophisticated, very skill-intensive type work. Work operating with expensive machinery. Bringing that service, closer to our people. And it, somebody comes to me and they say, you know, this is about attacking white business in our townships. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the two people I've spoken to um, are frontline soldiers for white business. I can't, I can't accept that argument. And it becomes quite clear to me that Ngalenjela Senyasha, Kwa Esikhita, Ikamva, Kwa Ekenenzame, 
zabandwana bomqhuba thina and i think it's a sad day it's a sad day when uh, yeah we have to reckon with uh, the type of destruction that uh, we've seen over the last while let's take a quick breather when we come back velani lutiti is my guest stjongana nalendo yenzeke kapa